0: Good morning, this is Glenn D. Andrews of Heroes and Kings. As usual, get over to Heroes and Kings with the Z. Dot world. We got that merch, got the shoes, hoodies, joggers, shirts, hats Watches, water ball water bottles, and we even got those duffel bags, book bags, accessories. We even got gators, cause you know we're dealing with this this new variant of COVID nineteen. Though the airlines don't like uh the gators, but oddly enough I flew two years with the gators, and now all of a sudden gators are not permissible. So but we got gators for most entry to any store so again get over to uh, Get pick up some of that merch as well as do amazon.com Glenn D. Andrews and that's Glenn with two N's I'm a published author as well I discuss and write and Lay it all out there as far as health, wellness, and what it is to be a young man in this world, young boy in this world, as well as being a grown man in this world. Um, I'll be married twenty-five years this year. I've known my wife for thirty years, got two kids in their early twenties, both of them in D1 institutions, about to finish school. Son, fifth year senior, daughter on track four years, so they'll both should be finishing up this year. If definitely daughter this year son this year or next spring. Uh, it is January 15th 2022. I'm still here 10 toes down running the fitness facility, running the apparel store, doing some personal training at the house and at the gym uh, doing some health coaching as well just just keeping this train moving. Uh, Want to take it to a whole nother level this year, and hopefully there will be some opportunities for me to partner and 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 make a contribution to some other platforms. Cause I still see a whole I still see a whole bunch of things going on in the manosphere, in the world, especially as it pertains to African American men, and it bothers me. Bothers me, it bothers me a whole lot. Uh, as I said, the day is January fifteenth. It is twenty twenty two, and we're gonna kick this nugget off these Jews. This podcast off with a title I had, and I was trying to decide if I should go with that title or not. And as I thought about what I was going to say, starting off this new year and what topics I wanted to hit, I had to just look at this whole year, whole last year, look at the last five years, 10 years, 15 years, last 400 years, and what does it mean at this moment? And I'm going to tell you right off the top. The name of this one is Death and Babies. Definitely a strange title, but it's going to make sense as I close. The title of this one is Death and Babies. In the last two, three weeks, I think uh, from Betty White, to Sidney Portier, to James M. Toomey, and several others have passed. And that is on the passing side. My good friend, longtime friend, brother I've known for over 50 years, he's just become a grandfather. That's the birth side. Those death and babies are the bookends. It is the the beginning of life, the end of life. And if you believe in God and you've done everything you're supposed to do, and when your time comes, it's that afterlife. And I titled this one death in babies because I look at my two babies who are now two young adults and never thought about mortality or even was concerned with mortality or even have the nerve to say I ain't afraid of dying and really believe it but then when my son was born you then have that fear of living And if you're a responsible human being, a responsible man, a responsible parent, when you bring life into this world, or have a part in bringing life into this world, if you don't understand that that's a tipping point and a point of change, you don't deserve that blessing and that gift. see a lot of ambulance chasers right now, ambulance chasers, and I say that facetious, facetiously, ambulance chasers, uh, a lot of screaming fire in the movie theater, a lot of using the N-word, and I'm, I'm, I'm using these terms as metaphors for noise and screaming and pessimism. And I see the screaming and the holler, hollering and the, the, the use, metaphorically, of saying fire in a movie theater to get folks shook up. I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it being done by men. As a matter of fact, I won't even call them men. My, my daughter doesn't like the words simp or beta, but that's what they are to me. When I look around this world and I see the pessimism, the promoting and the marketing of a lack of hope, the fear-mongering, the negativity, idea that things cannot get better and these are individuals who have children who are parents and so they do it in the social media realm they do it on tv they do it whenever there's an interview they're doing it on podcasts i see it i'm just i see it kind of all over and 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 it's and they're making money off controversy and drama And as a man who walks quietly this podcast is, is the most I do a lot of speaking or talking and I just don't I get it but I don't get it because one of the things I learned early on when I became a dad Is no matter what the situation, my kids didn't crash on bikes, they didn't cut their hands, they fell, they bumped their head, they've fallen off of slides. All the little things, when kids are very active, all the little things they can do and somehow or another they hurt themselves. When either my daughter or my son, and even my wife, when they come to me, the one thing. They don't see in my eyes is panic. As bad as it could be. And I'll tell you this story. We had bought our kids some, some of the little razor scooters. And they were probably about nine or ten, ten or less about ten about a little old, maybe twelve or thirteen. And my daughter likes to wear sandals. My son always he now he wears his flip flops, but before he always stayed in his Nike shoes. And so we bought them these little Razor scooters and they zipping around the the sidewalk and a little bit in the street, but I'm always outside with them. And every now and then we'll we'll take them up to the park and take them up to the path and let them do it on the path while me and the wife walked. And we told them, do not ride these Razors without any shoes. And they, they look at me and, Understood. Wife tell him, Tell my wife will tell him too. Hey, you guys, when you go play, if you gonna go play riding your bike or riding the scooters, riding the uh, your, your scooter, put some shoes on. Well, this one time, my daughter didn't put any shoes on, and she rode down to her little friend's house down the street, Caitlin's, and it was on a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, and she hopped on her scooter and race down. About 10, 15 minutes later, uh, our neighbor and, and Caitlin come screaming for me or my wife. So I can't even remember how it all went. I remember just, just, just bits and pieces of it. But anyway, my daughter was riding the scooter and she messed around and got her foot kind of caught in the front of it. And it kind of sliced, on, sliced on top of her toe. And... I just remember the blood and the, the ladies crying, Caitlin crying, my daughter crying, everybody was just kind of in this, this whole panic mode, and I'm looking at her, looking at her feet and, and getting ready to let her know, hey, talking to her calmly, let her know I'm going to have to rinse this off, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, Either me or your mom, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna grab you up and we're gonna take you to the hospital. And we know you're gonna need some stitches, but they're gonna have to give you a shot in, in that in that area to numb it before they put the stitches in. Didn't tell her that part, but the, the main thing was she was hysterical. My daughter was hysterical and scared and afraid, but she just looked at me and she looked in my eyes and. There was no panic. There was this this hype of 10 on excitement. I talked to her clearly. Looked at what was going on. Just like I'm talking right now. I said, hey, we, we, it's going to be all right. We're, we're going to wash it. Wrap it up. Then we're going to go to the hospital. And they're going to stitch it up for you. And it's going to be all right. And just in looking in her eyes and her looking at me as well as her mom as well as Caitlin Caitlyn, as well as Caitlin's mom it brought the energy down instead of it becoming something that was dire everybody knew it was going to be alright And it was. My daughter doing fine today. Just kind of sliced her foot a little bit, foot healed. (laughs) She still to this day wear a lot of flip-flops, but that's another story. And this story, I always think of that story, I always think of that situation, and I tell that story to some, and particularly to young men who become dads, where you're in a point position you're in a point position you're in a position to make decisions you have to be accountable you're responsible but you're in that point position to make decisions as well as the way you behave and the way you communicate sets the tone in your house sets the tone in your room sets the tone in your community And when there are incidences, situations and scenarios, you as a man and even even a mom and women, you set the tone. You can set the tone. And as I look around this world, what I don't see is men who are setting the tone. I don't see it. I see men acting like punks, being simps, being betas, not delivering hope, not delivering optimism, not setting the tone, not leading, not controlling. Not being empathetic. Not being sympathetic. I had a professor at Morehouse, Dr. Gissey. This is almost 30 years ago. And I remember we were in his class and we were talking about the crash of Wall Street. 1926, 27, 28, the crash of Wall Street, Theodore Roosevelt having the New Deal, and basically, you know, turning the, getting the country going in a different direction. Uh, we was coming out of World War One, going into World War Two. Jim Crow was in effect. Let's not, let's not sleep on that. Jim Crow was in effect. There's a whole bunch of under, underlying stuff that I that I know historically was taking place but that's not what this is about the crash of wall street folks committing suicide coming out of world war 1 going into world war 2 Theodore Roosevelt's new deal warfare act uh infrastructure act different different things were put in place to turn this country around and get it going in a different direction and one of the key things one of the key themes and ideas that Dr. Gisse pointed about economic policy, economic theory macroeconomics, microeconomics was that from one day to another there wasn't nothing physically that changed from 27 to 36. Some things changed, but not major. Nothing physically changed because it was just getting going. But he said the main thing, the main idea, and mentally what took place was individuals who planted the seed of expectations. the idea of human hope and expectations changes things it changes outcomes and not just it doesn't just change things it changes outcomes if you expect certain things to go a certain way and there could be hiccups and there could be roadblocks and there could be any type of deterrent but you still have that expectation, You're still moving towards a certain goal. And when you set a tone and you have expectations and you throw in hope and you throw in a plan the desired outcome is totally different. And if you're on that path even if you fall short You're still a lot further ahead than you were before because you had expectations. You put forth effort. You came with willpower. Hopefully, you also had character as well. And so as I look around and observe and listen to podcasts, talking about male-female relationships, talking about economic opportunity, entrepreneurship these companies saying they can't find employees, which that's a lie, they can't find anyone to hire that's a lie, they're lazy they're lazy and they're lying I know several, including me. I know several MBAs, several project managers, several Six Sigma individuals, very bright, very smart, looking for opportunities. and And for whatever reason, it's not matching up. It's not matching up. Death and babies a beginning and an end in between the beginning and the end is that dash and in that dash as a man as a leader as a father as a parent as a husband you must set the tone you must set the tone. You must be optimistic. You must have expectations of yourself, your significant other, and your kids. Those expectations must be reasonable, but they must be filled with optimism. You must embody that. You must reflect that. You must marinate in it. It must exude from you. It's it's a different frequency. It's a different vibration. I caught a a a podcast, a YouTube interview with the, the, the young monk who has the monastery now in Europe and doing some training and he talked about the tiger and the sheep and neither one if your personality falls within one of those two some have willpower some have character but those who go to another level have willpower and character And that's the limited of the limited have willpower and character. If you are not the limited of the limited, you shouldn't, be ha- you shouldn't have kids. You should not be a parent. You should not be in a position of power. You should not be in a position where you make decisions that affect the lives of the people around you. The limited of the limited have willpower and character, they're filled with optimism, they have expectations. Set the tone of the environment, whether it be a home, a business, a team, an organization, a city, a county, a country, a world. You set the tone. And if you can't do that, be quiet. Step aside and let those of us who are part of the limited, limited group handle this business. Handle this business of making this world a better place. Death and babies beginning and the end set the tone optimistic expectations change everything if you can't do it get out the way don't have no kids get out the way Like they say, let a real man handle it. So, we're going to end it right there. The first one for January 2022. Death and Babies. It's all about the dash in between. This is Glenn Andrews. Heels and Kings. Death and Babies signing out.